listening to The Upland Rookie, a podcast presented by Upland Brits. What's up, rookies, and welcome to the Upland Rookie Podcast. I am your host, Will Larson, and as always, this is presented by Upland Brits. Well, guys, I have a really fun episode for you today. Uh, The two most important things when we are upland hunting, or I guess three most important things, are, are a dog, a pair of boots, and a shotgun. Yes, I'm going to dive into uh, a couple shotguns that I have used, I carried in the field, uh, give you some of my uh, my thoughts or a quick review from a non-gun expert, uh, just a regular guy who, who enjoys guns, and also talk a little bit about ammo. So I hope this episode can be helpful to you in some way. Uh, but first, guys, listen up. Uh, who is excited? Uh, today is the day we are announcing the uh, winner of the Dakota 283 podcast giveaway. That's right. Uh, This giveaway has been open for about uh, two months. Uh, So I started this on uh, the Upland Rookie Podcast Instagram account and uh, it's, it's been so fun <laughs> and also a lot of work, uh, collecting entries, uh, the bonus entry aspect. Um, that part really was a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, I spent all weekend getting, uh, everything collected, all the names, all the entries. Um, so just a reminder, if you, uh, if you shared that social media post, you liked it, you, you tagged a friend, your name got entered once into the, the drawing. Okay. Uh, if you sent me in a story or some people sent me in a video, uh, just sharing your Upland story, sharing your journey uh, in your own words, like how you got started, what, what keeps you going in the Uplands, your name went in the hat an extra five times, okay? Then some of you, uh, you, you followed the instructions to do an Apple podcast review. Uh, you left a review, you screenshotted me your review entry, your name went in the hat an extra two times. So some of you have names in the hat just once, and some of you have your name in the hat uh, 10 or 12 times. So um, yeah, I think only a few people did every one of those steps. Um, some people did the the basic entries, and then some people did the, the bonus entries of uh, sending me in a story. So thank you so much, guys. I've had a lot of fun reading through uh, some of your stories on how you got started up on hunting. At the end of this episode, I'm going to read another one. Um, but um, yeah, stay tuned. Do not fast forward. Please stay tuned to the episode. But at the very end, um, I will announce the the winner of this incredible giveaway from Dakota 283. Greg and the Dakota team, thank you so much uh, just for allowing me to do this, uh, allowing me to do this giveaway with my listeners. I really, really have had a lot of fun with it, and I hope every one of you have as well. Yukonuba, they believe that peak performance is what happens when a dog's natural athletic ability is shaped by training and unleashed by nutritional science. That's right, guys. I am feeding all three of my Brits uh, Yukonuba Sport 3020 blend. Uh, amazing, amazing food. Uh, I was actually just at my vet this morning, and, and he was asking what I'm feeding when and what I'm feeding the rest of the dogs. 
And I told him, uh, Ukanuba Premium Performance, and he said, great choice. That food has everything your dogs need, uh, just high protein, uh, nutrients, uh, probiotics, you name it. Uh, it's just a very, very well-rounded food. And so that's coming straight out of the mouth uh, from a vet. So I feel pretty good about it. I think my dogs do too, but uh, you guys should uh, definitely check it out. Ukanuba uh, SportingDog.com to learn more. All right, and I also want to go over a couple of my affiliates. Uh, Dakota 283, guys, you know I love them. Uh, Greg over there, just again, thank you for uh, uh, partnering with me and allowing me to do this amazing giveaway uh, of a G3 medium kennel as well as a Dine and Dash system, both with Dakota Guard. Could not do this without you. You guys have just put forward these products and allowed me to give them away. So really, really has meant a lot. Uh, but guys, uh, if you are going to be buying anything from Dakota, uh, please go ahead and use my promo code TUR10, 10% uh, off your order at Dakota283.com. Uh, check out their website. It, that code applies to anything on their website. So uh, make sure you, you get on that and use that code soon. Cable gangs. You guys have heard me talk about cable gangs. Uh, I post them, uh, tag them in my stories, things like that. Uh, great system. Um, I haven't gotten all three of my dogs out on it yet. Um, Wynn has been out on one, uh, just not my system. So she's used to the... Um, the, the chain gang system. Um, but I just haven't had the time been running around like crazy these last couple weeks. So, um, but hit up Brennan, uh, Instagram or Facebook and just mention the podcast. You're going to get a choice of a free drop or a, uh, a free tether. So, uh, take advantage of that. Just mention the podcast to Brennan when you reach out to him. Uh, he also welcomes custom orders. So if you got something custom in mind, custom length, uh, of the main line, custom length, of the drop, uh, talk with Brennan. He will uh, get you hooked up, okay? Uh, lastly, Onyx Hunt. Uh, guys, if you are not using Onyx Hunt uh, right now, uh, you're missing out. I'm just going to say you are missing out if you're not using Onyx right now. Uh, guys, I'm using Onyx throughout the year. Uh, I'm using it uh, right... I use it today. Today is, gosh, July something, and I use it this afternoon, uh, looking at some some new areas uh, up in Montana. So, guys, I'm using it throughout the year. I'm using it for turkey hunting, uh, big game hunting, if when I do that. Uh, but um, finding public lands to run dogs, all sorts of things. Um, so, check out Onyx Hunt. Uh, use a, a promo code I have with them. That's T U R twenty. It's going to save you twenty percent off your subscription with Onyx Hunt. Um, I just do the yearly subscription. Um, cost cost wise, kind of works out better for me. And um, I just you don't have to think about then the whole month to month thing. Um, they have that option. If you want to go month to month, that's great. Um, but I just find it easier to do a yearly subscription. And then I do it for all the states because I just love poking around at Kansas, Utah, Arizona, Montana, all those places that I want to hunt. Uh, I'm looking at very, very regularly. So uh, check out Onyx Hunt. All right, here we go, diving in to our episode all about shotguns. I'm going to dive in and just give you uh, my personal thoughts on, on four different guns that I have personal experience with. Um, I'm going to give you some of the things I like, some of the things I don't like, uh, just maybe even some of the memories that I have with these shotguns uh, that mean something to me. Uh, maybe you're in the market for a new shotgun. Uh, maybe what I share here could be helpful to you, steer you in the right direction, uh, but always feel free to, to message 
message me on Instagram. Uh, love to talk, uh, not just bird dogs, but gear, shotguns, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, and towards the very end, I will go over ammo a little bit, just again, what I'm using, what I've experienced uh, firsthand. Uh, I am no by any means, no gun expert. Um, I might even call some of the parts incorrectly. So if I use incorrect terms or uh, if I don't know, uh, if I'm trying to refer to something and I, I stumble for words, please forgive me. I am just no gun expert. I enjoy them. I like them. Um, no Nick Larson. Uh, and no, we're not related. <laughs> he's, his, he's an O-N. I'm an E-N. We are not related. I get that question all the time. But anyways, uh, he's a gun expert, I would say. Uh, really knows uh, shotguns, especially classic shotguns. So uh, th- I'm just a regular guy giving you my experience on a couple shotguns I have experience with. Without further ado, we're going to get in. I'm holding uh, a very heavy shotgun right now. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is, um, okay, I'm going to get sentimental here off the bat. This is my first ever shotgun that I'm holding right now. Uh, my dad actually bought this for me. Um, I don't even know how old I was. I was a little older, actually. I was, I mean, late teenager years. Um, got maybe 17 or 18, maybe, maybe 19. I don't know. Um, I was, I was definitely older. This is a, uh, it's a camo. Um, I think it's the, the real tree max five or max four or something like that. Uh, Benelli pump action supernova. So it is a heavy gun. If you don't know what that uh, supernova is, look it up online It'll weigh in, I think, eight and a half pounds. So it is not your traditional upland gun. Uh, but I will say I have shot my fair share of pheasants with this gun. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of waterfall with this gun. Um, uh, when, I, when I first got into hunting, it was primarily waterfall. Uh, I went with my uncle quite a bit in Illinois. Um, so shot some, some Canada's uh, with this gun. I shot some uh, ducks. That's about it. <laughs> um, to start out. And then once I got into upland hunting with my dad, uh, this is the only gun I had. And so this is what I took out and I didn't know any different. It's a heavy ass, cool looking gun. But, um, I, again, I didn't know any different and it works great. It still works great. Um, I really, really enjoy this gun. It's, um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's seen some love. It's, it's in good condition still, but, um, I took this to Nebraska on my snow goose hunt this past year. Um, I would like to think I shot some snow geese, but when there's seven guys shooting at a flock of geese, you just don't know who hits what. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to trust that I I hit a couple, but, um, no, this gun, um, again, I keep talking about the weight. It is just really heavy. I tried taking it out my first season with gauge, uh, I think on one trip and I was just like, you know what? This is pretty damn heavy. So, uh, pump action. When I started up on hunting, um, we hunted with a guide, and he would always kind of poke fun at me a little bit. He's like, oh, I got a pump action. And at first, he was kind of giving me crap, but then as he saw me shoot it, and he was he got kind of impressed with, with how quick I, I got with that pump, um, and it just kind of became a fun running joke. And so this gun has a lot of memories. Again, you guys might not know him. My dad did pass about two and a half years ago. Um, so when your dad buys you, uh, your first gun, it's going to be a special one. Um, no matter what, no matter if your dad's, um, alive still, or if he passed. So this gun will always be special to me. I will always have it. Um, 
it's really easy to clean. I'll say that. It's a very easy gun to clean. Uh, I looked up one video on YouTube when I first got it on how to take it apart, and I've, I've remembered it ever since. Uh, I haven't forgot. There's you know two pins you pop out. You take the trigger guard out um, and a couple, couple other things, and you got this thing broken down really easy. You can clean it really fast. Um, I've since gotten uh, a couple turkey choke tubes, gotten a couple waterfowl choke tubes, and yeah, I've taken this gun turkey hunting have not fired it at a turkey yet, but um, I will, I'm sure, get my chance here someday. So um, overall, great gun. Um, it is unloaded while I am doing this review, in case anyone's wondering. So sweet sound. Uh, something special about a pump-action shotgun when you uh, rack the sl pump or the slide. See, I'm getting confused on my uh, terms already. But uh, anyways, I don't know if I have much more to say about this gun. It just has a lot of memories for me. Um, has a, a, a red uh, sight bead at the top of the barrel. I, I enjoy that. Um, yeah, seen some love. So I'm going to move on to my next gun. I'm going to go with... The, okay, this is an interesting one. I actually have not shot a bird with this one. But this is a gun a friend of mine actually gave me a few months ago. Uh, it is an old, It's my only quote-unquote old gun that I have. It is a, uh, let's see where I find it. It's an Ithaca. Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it is uh, Ithaca model 37 Featherlight 12 gauge chambered for two and three quarters. Uh, this is a really pretty gun. It's, it's an old gun. Um, again, I haven't shot it yet. This has just been in my safe for a couple months. A friend gave this to me. Um, again, it is unloaded as I am talking to you right now, but a uh, really pretty gun. It has some really nice engravings on each side. Um, it's got, it might be like a laser etch into the side of the uh, receiver. Uh, it's got a, a bird dog, which looks like an no, English setter on the right side of the gun, flushing uh, two pheasant. So an Irish setter flushing two pheasant and some just really pretty grasslands it looks like. And on the left side of the gun, it's got three uh, three ducks uh, taken off from the water. So um, really pretty gun. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna rack the slide for you. On this episode, I wanna welcome on a brand new sponsor of the podcast, Trinity Bretons. Trinity Bretons is the home of the Epignol Breton, also known as the French Brittany. All Trinity Breton dogs are from champion bloodlines that are field tested and family approved. For 32 years, Trinity Bretons has worked to offer you the best bred Epignol Bretons in the country, period. Now offering the new Trinity Upland Academy to help each Trinity Breton client attain and develop the highest level of training available with George Hickox. Trinity is committed to producing premier Epignol Bretons for the field trialer and foot hunter alike. Angels in the home and demons in the field. Check them out at trinitybretons.com. So I definitely want to uh, get this out, uh, maybe shoot some clays with it, just see how it shoots, how it handles, all that stuff. Uh, definitely, definitely a heavy gun. Um, I did a little bit of research on it. Um, I think it's from maybe the early 50s, maybe. I could be wrong. Uh, Edgar from Hunt Birds. You got to help me out here, brother. 
<laughs> yeah, tell me more about this gun. Uh, yeah, I would love to know more about it, more about uh, when they were made, all that kind of stuff. I can uh, give you the serial number. Maybe we can look up a little more history on this gun. So, anyways, that is the Ithaca Model 37. That's another pump action. Uh, moving on to my least favorite gun I own. Yes, my least favorite gun I own. It is a, another Benelli. I love Benelli. Uh, Benelli Montefeltro 12 gauge. So this is a semi-auto. Um, it's got the black black finish, uh, black receiver here, uh, wood stock, wood grip and all that. Um, and the reason I say it's not my favorite gun or it's my least favorite, um, and I guess I technically can't say that behind the Ithaca because I've never shot the Ithaca. So uh, anyways, it, I just don't shoot well with this gun. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, I'm just in my head right now. You've probably heard me mention this on the podcast already. Um, I just do not shoot this gun well. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. I've, I've taken it. I've shot more clays with this gun than any of my guns. Um, even more than the one I'm about to talk about in a little bit. Um, and I've, I've actually had this one. Um, a little longer no a little less time than my uh benelli supernova so anyways i don't know what it is it it's a nice looking gun it's not super heavy i mean i think it's pretty light it's about seven pounds i believe um i just i don't yeah i don't know what it is i'm just in my head uh too much with this gun and i maybe just have to put more rounds through it but i have considered selling it and just going to a 20 gauge i'm a big 20 gauge fan but I haven't made up my mind yet. So it's a verdict still out. I'll probably give it another season or two, get out on the clay range more, try to uh, just get better with it because I'm kind of getting frustrated uh, with this gun, but it's, it's smooth. Um, I have, I have had a couple jams with this gun. Um, I've, I've cleaned it really well, taken good care of it. Um, but I've gotten a couple shells stuck, uh, when they're ejecting. So not a huge deal. Um, mostly happens in really cold temperatures cold weather so i'm sure that that's pretty normal for that to happen but um yeah i remember there's a, a time two years ago i was hunting eastern colorado um i think it was the last day of the season actually we were out in a snowstorm uh, hunting with my buddy matt and i had a couple layup rooster shots actually three in a row to be exact <laughs> i had three roosters uh, all about maybe five or 10 minutes apart from each other. Uh, beautiful points by my dog and just in a really, really nice field in, in Eastern Colorado here and missed the first one. To, I think I took unload two shots at, at least, maybe three. Um, kind of bummed, move on to the next one, gauge pointed, different bird, same deal. Uh, and then happened, of course, a third time. So um, definitely a little frustrating, a little disappointing, but um, maybe ever since that really has it was gotten in my head about this gun. But anyways, it's pretty. Uh, might be selling that gun, I'm not sure. Against 12 gauge, can handle up to uh, three inch shells. Yeah, I mean, she's a beauty, but just my confidence is not there. Uh, I'm gonna talk about another gun I used to own and I actually sold. Uh, I used to have another Benelli. Uh, gosh, was an ethos, a 20 gauge ethos. Um, it's another semi-auto 20 gauge. That was an amazing, amazing gun. Um, it was, 
I just got to a time where I needed some money for some other things, some other hunting gear, and ended up selling that gun actually. Um, so d- took a little bit of a loss on it than what I paid for it. Um, this is years ago. Um, but while I had that gun, that was such a sweet, very light gun. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. I definitely kind of miss it. <laughs> um, I, I shot it really well. I was accurate with it. I was confident with it. Um, so maybe someday I'll, I'll pick up another one, but with, uh, with family and five kids, dogs, all that kind of stuff. It just, it, it, it's an expensive gun for sure. Um, and I, I think, I think guns are great and, and, you know, the more you pay, I mean, sure you're going to get some other looks and better graded wood and all that kind of stuff. But, um, to me, I'd rather invest that money honestly into my dogs or other gear I like or invest that money into trips I want to take things like that so um, just for me I, I don't put a huge value I guess on really expensive guns um, so again that's just me I, I think um, I'd like to have I mean yeah Benelli's are maybe a little bit expensive guns and I enjoy them I like how they shoot all that kind of stuff um, but I'm just not uh, I'm not going to spend four, five, six, seven, eight plus grand on a shotgun. So um, maybe some, I mean, again, not even someday. No, I will not do that. (laughs) But anyways, I'm going to go into the last gun I own. This is my favorite one. And you guys have probably heard me talk about this gun quite a bit on the podcast, maybe already. Uh, This is... Okay, this is my 20 gauge over and under Frankie Instinct LX. So 20 gauge Frankie Instinct LX model. Um, gosh, I love this gun, and it's it's just fun to shoot. Uh, it's my very first over and under shotgun. Uh, never had an over under before this gun, and yeah, I mean, you look at it, and you might call this my you know, fancy gun. Um, it has some really pretty, um, color case, uh, color case receiver, uh, or block. I forget what you call that, but, um, it's really, really pretty. Um, has some, uh, quail on the left side and has a couple doves on the right side. Uh, gold trigger. Um, the wood's not my favorite. You might've, uh, heard on the episode I did with Matt Davis. He actually, uh, he has this gun and he refinished the wood. He, uh, sanded off the grip and made it a straight grip uh stock um english or prince of wales i forget what you call it but um so he really hated the wood that much where he, he refinished it cut the uh pistol grip down and uh it, it looks beautiful but uh mine just as as is from the factory um really great recoil on this i just love i like 20 gauge recoil over 12 that's just a simple fact uh for me um, again, that might be part of the reason why I shoot a 20 gauge better. And I'm a big believer guys. If you are confident in your gun, uh, if you're confident in your shot, that it doesn't matter if you're shooting a 20 gauge or a 12 gauge or the pheasant. I just do not believe that. Uh, everyone tells me, Oh, you know, South Dakota pheasant are different than Colorado pheasant and they're tougher and you need a 12 gauge, you need a three and a half inch shell and blah, 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 blah. Um, I personally don't buy into that guys. I think if your dog does his job and, and holds a bird well, where you can get in, um, to an appropriate shot level, I believe that if you practice and you feel confident in your shot and your gun, and you're only going to take a shot that you know, you can make, 
I don't think the gun and the gauge is going to matter. I really don't. Um, some people may may fight me on that or message me about that. Uh, that's fine. I just know I've taken down big roosters from pretty, I think, far distances um, with a 20-gauge shotgun. Um, again, that's it's a highly debated thing. You see on the forums all the time. People are asking questions online. Hey, what shotgun? What gauge? Um, and you hear so many different things. Um, it, I just... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't believe it because I've 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 taken down big pheasant late in the season. So they you know people say oh the mature pheasant late in the season you need a twelve gauge. Well no you don't because I've I've done it with a twenty. I've taken down big mature pheasant with a twenty gauge wild birds not not pen raised birds. I've taken down wild roosters. Um, Again, you got to get good dog work. You got to get in a, a range that is appropriate that you feel comfortable with shooting those birds. And uh, you got to just be confident in your shot. Um, am I as I, I am more confident in this 20 gauge uh, over under than I am with the big Montefeltro? It's a Montefeltro is a tw- uh, 12 gauge shotgun, uh, three inch shells, all that, that stuff. And I just don't feel confident in it. I miss birds constantly with that shotgun. Uh, but not the Franke. Um And I, again, I am not sponsored by Franke. I do not have an affiliation with Franke whatsoever. Um, and I necessarily don't even think it's Franke. I think it's a 20 gauge. That's what I contribute. Um, all, all this too is what I'm, what I'm saying. It's just, I feel comfortable with a 20 gauge over a 12. And if anyone wants to argue and say, you can't take down pheasant with a 20 gauge shotgun, that is complete bull crap. Um, Let's go out to the field and see what happens with the birds. <laughs> I think, again, it all comes down to confidence. So anyways, I'm rambling now. I'm sorry. That's just my little tangent. Uh, I'm just looking at, at my Franke right now and just kind of examining it. Um, just a pretty gun. It's a light gun. Great recoil. Um, it ha- does, does not have the magnetic um, shell ejectors uh, like the CZ does. I think CZ has those magnetics. Magnetic... Uh, uh, in the uh, extractors or ejectors so they, they don't go flying out or if you have your gun broken open or broke open uh the shells aren't going to come slipping out so i mean that's pretty nice i think i would like to pick up a cz over under next maybe just test that out see what i think about it but um the franke does they eject some uh, pretty well pretty powerfully uh when after i shoot um again I, I i try to keep keep my shells collect my shells after i shoot so i'm actually putting my hand over uh, where the shells come out and kind of grabbing them and then throwing them in my vest to uh, dispose of later. So um, really, really like that about an over-under. Someone asked me a while back, like, hey, what do you think about getting your first over-under? Like, is it, is it, uh, I think they asked me, like, is it needed for upland hunting? I said, definitely no. But I did say it's nice. I think it's a kind of a, that timeless classic feel. Um, goes back maybe to tradition, like traditional kind of gun. Um it does just, it feels nice carrying it over under in the field, uh, uncasing it from the truck and getting your bird dog out, putting them on the ground and just starting to walk, uh, with a broke open over under, um, you know, when your dog gets birdie, you know, you, you kind of know, you kind of know your dog and what that, what they look like. And you're going to open up that, uh, open up that shotgun and you're going to be ready. 
uh, for those birds to, to come popping up and for your dog to go on point. So it is a cool feeling. Um, is it a must have for an upland hunter? Absolutely not. Um, their pump actions are great. Uh, semi-autos are great. Uh, there's so many, so many great choices out there. Um, I just, I do like the feeling of carrying over under, uh, shots, number of shots. Obviously you're only going to get two shots with a side-by-side or an over-under or double gun. Um, is that a big downside for me? Um, originally I thought it was originally I thought, um, I was going to miss that third shot. Um, I, I thought, you know, oh, you know, I need that third shot. It was kind of like a safety net, but uh, I don't know what it is. I I'm, I'm okay with just having two shots. Now, um, the bird might win a couple rounds. I might win a couple rounds. That's, that's just going to be the way it is. Um, if I can't get that, that rooster down or that chucker, or that Sharpie or that sage grouse or whatever I'm hunting, if I can't get that thing down in two shots, um, good job, bird. Good job. You, you, you won that round. Uh, I'm going to reload and I'm going to get that dog and we're going to go find you again. So, um, not a huge deal for me. At first I was pretty concerned about it when I, when I got an over under and I heard all these guys talking, Oh, you need a third shot and you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, sure. It'd be nice to have sometimes, uh, it is nice sometimes when I, when I am carrying the, the semi-auto, but, um, yeah, is there something about that, that timeless classic over under shotgun that is just really, really special. Um, having those two shots is, is really fun. Um, gold, the gold trigger on this, uh, Franke, I just, I could stare at it all day. Uh, my dad, uh, had an over under growing up and it had a gold trigger kind of very similar to this one. And, uh, it's just, again, some of those subtle memories, guys, I don't know what it is in shotguns that can just make us get really nostalgic and, uh, just, it brings a lot of memories, uh, back. Um, unfortunately when my dad passed, um, I, as it's a long story, but I, uh, I did not get any of his shotguns and I'm sad about that, but I'm also not to some degree. I, I have that Benelli that he bought me. And for some reason, this Franke I'm holding in front of me and it just reminds me of my dad for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, when him and I started pheasant hunting, um, I was older and I, you know, I saw what gun he was carrying. I saw it was an over under, had a gold trigger and I don't know. It, it just reminds me of him. It's a really special gun. Um, I bought this one on my own. This was, this was not connected to him directly, but, um, there's just something about it. It's a, it's a really fun, special gun, lightweight, easy to carry. Um, so yeah, I shot, uh, uh, last year I shot, uh, quail roosters and sharp tail with this gun and shot a lot of clays with it. Um, that's one thing I want to touch on is clay shooting. Um, I'm guilty of it. I need to get better at going out to the clay range and shooting more. I need to just do that more with my, my Franke. I need to do it more with my pump, my other guns, uh, just to be a better shot. I want to be a better shot and there's no better way to get better at something than the practice. And I am a hundred percent guilty of not doing that enough. I am training my dogs way more than I'm spending and investing in my shooting. So, um, that probably contributes, <laughs> probably contributes to, uh, my, my missed bird opportunities that I've had over the last several years. So shame on me for not getting out there. Um, but 
uh, that's, that's something I, I need to do uh, this year. We're uh, end, of, end of July, early August right now, and there's still time to get out there, get to the range. If you find, if you can have or find some uh, some target ammo, uh, get out there, uh, practice, practice, practice. Uh, it's only going to make you better. Um, spend so much time and effort and money going on a hunting trip, getting your dog ready. And it, it definitely would be a shame to, to miss because of poor shooting. Um, so that's, that's definitely an encouragement of mine to everyone out there. I'm including myself in that as well. Uh, the other thing uh, I would say is something you can do at home during the off season, getting ready for season, is just practice mounting your gun. Just practice in the garage, in your, in your room, or whatever it might be. Um, unloaded, just practice the mount. Practice the mount slow. Practice it fast. Um, just do it over and over again. See where that that mount's coming. Um, I'm by no means a, 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 an expert in like how it should mount to you properly. <laughs> I'm not gonna get down that road because I just I just don't know. But it, regardless, I think it's good to just practice that motion. Uh, get it in a spot where it feels comfortable. Um, where it, it just doesn't snag on clothes. Uh, try it. Wear different clothes. Wear your hunting vest. Wear a sweatshirt. Wear something you're gonna you know wear out when you're hunting this year. And just again, re- repetition practice is gonna make perfect. So that gun mount's gonna be smooth. It's not gonna be jerky, and the barrel's gonna be swinging all over the place. Um, so that's something you can do at home. It's easy. Again, unloaded, obviously, um, but. Um, I, I think that can help make us a better shot, get that gun monitor properly, and um, it's, it's ultimately, ultimately going to lead to hopefully more birds in the bag. So anyways, that's uh, that's pretty much it on shotguns. Uh, I do want to uh, talk about ammo a little bit. I actually just grabbed f- uh, five random boxes out of my safe. I have quite a different um, or quite a few different brands, loads, all the kind of things in my safe. So I just grabbed a couple random ones just to go over. Um, I I guess, uh, well, okay. 20 gauge pheasant, I'm shooting uh, five shot. Uh, five shot at pheasant. Typically, um, I've shot f- uh, six and seven and uh, with my boss at pheasant and had great success. Um, so let's talk about 20 gauge first. Um, again, that's, that's kind of my, my preferred gauge so let's just talk about 20 gauge um okay i have a blindside uh winchester blindside uh it's a waterfowl waterfowl lead free shot um i use this hunting preserves quite a bit um i don't know why i just it, it ends up in my truck a lot when i hunt preserves <laughs> for some reason but it's a uh, 1300 velocity three inch shell uh uh, one and one sixteenth ounce uh, load and five shot. So I've I've shot wild roosters with this. It's it's done great. I've had no problem with it. Um, it has this like hex technology, so hex steel shot. So kind of funky shot. They're not perfectly round. They're hex shape. So I don't have anything great to say about it, or I don't have anything bad to say about these. They've just kind of been fine. I've taken birds down and they've done good. So um, I don't have anything really bad to say. Uh, federal, I grabbed a federal 20 gauge, two and three quarter, uh, seven and a half uh, game load. Uh, this I, I've used for, actually a lot for dog training if I'm shooting pigeons or chucker uh, for training dogs. 
uh, seven and a half or even eight shot is what I'll use sometimes for that. Um, so that's primarily what I'm, I'm using for these. This is just probably a box I picked up. Uh, I usually like to grab the target loads for dog training and, and shooting birds for them, but I didn't. So that's that. A uh, couple more. I got my Prairie Storm, uh, again, five shot, three inch, 12 gauge. Uh, I've shot a lot of Prairie Storm. I shot a lot of that in Illinois and then uh, shot a lot of it the last, or well, the first first two and a half seasons or three seasons. Um, I shot a lot of Prairie Storm. I have the, the uh, steel and I also have lead, the lead uh, shot and it's performed really well. Um, I uh, Again, I, it's been great. Like it's been a great, um, Great shell for me, taking down birds. Um, again, primarily roosters and quail. So, yeah, easy to find pretty much, I think. Um, I know I ordered a couple boxes a couple years ago online. I've been able to find it in Cabela's, Sportsman's, things like that. So um, I haven't had too much of a problem finding this over the last several years. Again, I know the current day ammo uh, shortage or crisis, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it's harder to find, but, um, been a great, great, uh, shell for me shot on my 20 gauge. I also have it in 12 and yeah, it's been great. So boss ammo, my favorite ammo. I am not sponsored, but I will talk this up. Um, really enjoy this. Um, here's the deal with this boss. I used uh 20 gauge, three inch shell, seven shot. I, I, with a seven shot, I took down those three species that I talked about last year. I took down uh, sharp-tailed grouse, uh, rooster pheasant, and uh, uh, bomb white quail. That's pretty dang cool if you ask me. Um, seven shot, three inch, 20 gauge shell, I took down those three species with, and it it just shot really nice. I was, I was just confident, like it was just clicking last year. I was just confident in my shot. Sure, I missed a a lot of birds. Don't get me wrong. I definitely miss my, my fair share of birds, but, um, I just really like the way it's shot. I like the recoil. I, um, that, that 1300, 1350 feet per second. Um, I really liked uh, that velocity and, uh, these shells are 1350 uh, FPS. So yeah, really, really enjoy these. I have the same shells in, uh, five and six, I believe, uh, shot. So I go a little bit bigger in shot size. And um, yeah, I took down pheasant with the five as well last year and it worked out great. So um, ordered a ton of boss this year. Um, just ordered, I think I ordered two cases. And for me, that's a lot. It's two cases of, of shells of just boss is quite a bit. So I was lucky enough that was in stock. I was able to find it. So worked out really, really nice. Uh, last box I grabbed is a 12 gauge uh, box. It's a 12 gauge, two and three quarter, uh, four shot. Uh, this is a heavy metal. This is a heavy shot, heavy metal. Uh, it's like an upland load. Um, I have not shot this actually. I don't know why I grabbed this box. Uh, I've not shot this uh, this round yet. I have two boxes of this. And honestly, guys, I probably picked this up because the box looked cool. That's a piss poor reason. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I bought this like two years ago and I've never shot it out of my 12 gauge shotgun. So uh, maybe I'll test it out this year. I mean, this is the year to kind of dig deep in the in the safe and use what you got and uh, preserve shells. So I'll definitely uh, definitely try it out. With my waterfall, I, I did shoot a lot of heavy metal uh, product. 
uh, over the years and have had just good success with that. Um, I, I like the load. I felt confident in it. So uh, heavy metal, I, I know they make a good product or heavy shot. Sorry, I know they make a good product. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll try that this year if I carry out the 12 gauge in any uh, any of these fields. So anyways, guys, that's, uh, that's about it for the shotgun and ammo. Um, again, maybe not really a review, more just, uh, me rambling on, uh, what I've used some of my experience uh, on these different guns, different ammo. Um, again, I'm no gun expert. I, I enjoy them. Um, I enjoy the dogs and the experience of hunting probably more than the shotguns themselves. Um, I appreciate them for what they are. I think they're beautiful to look at. Um, there are some really nice older guns that are, again, pretty to look at and they have some really cool history and stories. I think that's that's really awesome. Um, but uh, my Frankie Instinct, I think it was twelve or 1300 maybe when I bought it. Um, and for me, that was a lot for a shotgun. Um, that, that Benelli Ethos is the most, most uh, expensive gun I bought. And I, again, I ended up selling that uh, years ago. Um, so yeah, I've, I've definitely spent some money on shotguns, but it is not a make or break. Uh, you don't need a thousand dollar gun to go up and hunt. You don't need a 2000 to $4,000 gun to go up and hunt. You just need a shotgun. If you wanna shoot birds and up and hunt behind your dog with your friends out in the uplands, you just need a shotgun. And that can be accomplished with my, my buddy, Matt. He shoots a, a Remington 870 he picked up four years ago when he started, and that's a great gun. It's like 400 bucks maybe, if that. Um, and, and they've been making those for a long time. They're very proven. So there are so many good options out there um, of quality shotguns that'll help get you out in the uplands, get you um, maybe your first bird this year. <laughs> maybe you're heading into your first year and, and you're all excited and you know, the last piece of gear that you need to pick up is a shotgun. So um, do your research, but don't get hung up uh, on, on the price. Um, just get something that works for you um, that shoots. That's, that's all you need. Uh, pump actions are great. They're a little bit more, uh, less expensive. Um, you know, when you go up to semi-autos or even some of the over-unders, they, they do jump up in price. So maybe, uh, if you're looking to pick up your first shotgun, maybe look into pump action, maybe look into an 870, maybe look into, uh, uh, Benelli, a Franke, uh, 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 Savage, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, Mossberg, uh, again, I, I haven't shot a lot of those. I don't have any experience, but there's there's some options out there. Use you know what your what your budget allows, and just pick that gun up. And if it helps get you out there with your dog, with with your buddy's dog, whatever it might be, uh, you know, just just pick it up, and figure it out, and you're gonna you're gonna have a blast. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Uh, we are gonna jump in to the Dakota. 283 uh, podcast giveaway. Guys, I'm so excited for this. Uh, so just a little background. This is a lot of work. <laughs> I went through the uh, the entire uh, Instagram post and uh, wrote all your, your names down. Um, if you followed the rules to uh, you tagged to a couple friends, you made a comment, you liked the post, you shared the post. That was a lot of work to track down. Um, then, uh, so you, you were entered. So your name is in this uh, dog bowl in front of me. Then any of you that sent in a story uh, of your upland hunt uh, experience or how you got started, uh, your your name went into this bowl five extra times. If you did an po Apple podcast review and screenshotted me your um, 
uh, screenshot me your review you wrote. Your name went in the bowl an extra two times. And then a couple of you sent in videos, uh, basically the same concept as your Upland story you wrote in. Uh, but you did a video version. Your name went in the hat an extra five times. So uh, lots of you have your name in this bowl uh, many, many times. Some of you, um, your name's only in here once. So this is going to be fun. I am, uh, my daughter, my daughter cut all these out. Um, we put them in the bowl a little bit ago. I am rummaging around, shuffling them up right now. And I am going to close my eyes. I'm going to make this official. And I'm going to pull a name out and announce it here on the podcast for the Dakota 283 podcast giveaway. And the winner is Upland Nash. You have just won the Dakota 283 podcast giveaway. Congratulations. Uh, that is super exciting. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. I will... Uh, I kind of want you to find out you won on the podcast. So I'm going to wait. This is going to release on uh, on Tuesday, uh, August 3rd. I'm going to wait to contact you until probably later on Tuesday. I want to give you an opportunity to <laughs> listen to the podcast, uh, find out you won via here, and then uh, I'll contact you and we'll get uh, all the details figured out uh, with Dakota and uh, get you to, to pick out your uh, Dine and Dash or Dash watering system as well as your G3 medium kennel, both items with Dakota Guard. So congratulations. Hey guys, that um, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for uh, uh, putting up with this, this podcast giveaway the last several months here um a lot of great feedback and what i gained from this mostly honestly is the stories um, a lot of you wrote in stories that i will be reading um still on the podcast in the the uh several weeks or months to come um i think it's just really cool hearing um how and why you got started um i've said this before but there is a lot of power in each of our stories um, we come from so many different backgrounds and different uh, upbringings that we all didn't uh, come from this this farm hunting family some of us did and that's awesome some of us got into this later in life some of us started as kids or whatnot um so that's what i got out of this i think i really most enjoyed um hearing your stories hearing what inspires you what keeps you going um and a common theme is the dogs to be honest a common theme is um, bird dogs are kind of the common denominator that hooked you in, that kept you going. Um, I know that's that's true for me. The dogs really sucked me in, pushed me, kept me going, and keep me going to this day. So um, I got a lot of this this giveaway, guys, more than you even know. Um, thank you, everyone who participated. Thanks for sharing the stories, the commenting on social media, all that. Um, really meant a lot. It was a lot of fun to do that. Uh, we will definitely maybe do uh, another one like this uh, in the future. Um, but go over to Dakota283 if you are still in the market or you need a kennel, you need something from uh, a product from Dakota, uh, go ahead and make sure to use my promo code TUR. Uh, TUR10 for uh, 10% off your order at dakota283.com. Uh, guys, that's all I got for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you picked something up and, and learned something, something inspired you, something uh, is making your, your brain spin uh, a little bit. Hopefully my uh, my gun talk wasn't too boring <laughs> for your ears, uh, but it's it's fun just kind of going over some things, talking gear uh, with, with all you. So anyways, guys, that's all I got. Until next time, um, remember if you are not fortunate enough to hunt with or own a Brittany, any bird dog 
Literally, any bird dog is better than no bird dog. Go put some miles on those boots and have fun. All right, guys, until next week, take care.